and welcome back to Emotions and Potions, a love slash hate letter to. I'm Ashton. And I'm Alex. Welcome. In today's letter, we're switching it up a little bit. Yeah, we, uh, we're stepping away from those romance novels into a movie, a, movie, a Hulu movie. And the movie is Fresh, which is written by Lauren Kahn and directed by Mimi Cave. Go ladies. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm actually really surprised. I don't know how I feel about knowing that it was written <laughs> and, and directed by women. Because this movie was low-key terrifying as a woman. <laughs> yes, the, there are definitely some scary parts being a lady um, watching this movie, but hit home. Yeah. Like very real things. So Alex, tell us a little bit about Fresh. What is the synopsis that was given to us? All right, so we got the horrors of modern dating seen through one young woman's defiant battle to survive her new boyfriend's unusual appetite. That's it? That's it. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think that's... To not give everything away right off the bat, because we will go into a plot breakdown... Before we do that, let's introduce the potion of the evening. Alex, what have you prepared tonight? All right, cue some bad dad jokes on this one. I've made... (laughs) This um, potion is the sweet rump fashion. Okay, and what is in this fashion? (laughs) Um, So this is a spin on an old fashion, um, but instead of using bourbon or whiskey i'm using rum it's a uh, pecan rum and some amaretto some orange bitters a little bit of grenadine maraschino cherry juice a blood orange for reasons and some cherries all right so i'm a little nervous because this is not a drink that i would typically find myself having no this is definitely a more alcohol forward cocktail And that's not usually your vibe. No. Which is why I'm doing a sweet rump. Okay. Sweet rump, sweet rum. Sweet. All right. Let's just rip the (laughs) band-aid. Cheers. Cheers. Let's see. Oh, geez. I'm here. I mean, it's (laughs) it's strong. I you definitely taste alcohol, but the aftertaste, there's a really nice aftertaste that kind of quenches that um alcohol the, burn the bite in the, the beginning bite. i think that's the amaretto is that what you told me that it should be the amaretto that follows mm-hmm. definitely a sipping drink i think that i could sip on this and manage to finish it good so i don't hate it i know you were nervous about this one i was because it is an alcohol forward cocktail but it is something that you do sip on you kind of let the ice dilute it a little bit and it starts to get smoother as Time. Time goes on. And I want it to kind of ease your way into those. I know. You did tell me right off the bat. You're like, don't expect fruity-ass drinks every week. Nope. (laughs) So we're here on week three or four, and we've already, okay, (laughs) sweet. (laughs) Sweet's out the window for this one. But not entirely, because, you know, we got the amaretto, and it's a pecan rum, so. And I do like amaretto. I like, like, an amaretto sour those are delicious. Drink. A lot of bourbon and whiskey were consumed in this movie. 
old fashions were talked about. So I wanted to keep on brand with fresh. And I think that the name and the drink choice, like you said, very on brand for this movie. So 10 out of 10. You did it again. Oh, I got a 10. You're not giving me an 8 or a 7. Heck yes. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Way to go, Alex. I feel like this is the biggest win for me so far. Okay, so now that we've gotten the potion out of the way, let's just dive right into Fresh. I have so many feelings. I am still, we watched it last night. I'm, I'm sorry. still processing. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was totally my fault, my choice, my doing. Yeah, this was one of Alex's picks. Um, we watched it last night, and I'm still processing it. I found myself today at work being like, still kind of like, what? <laughs> what movie did we watch last night? So let's go into this plot breakdown. All right. So fresh, we got three main characters for this movie we got noah who's played by daisy edgar jones steve who's played by sebastian stan and molly who's played by jojo t gibbs all right our movie starts off with noah going on a horrible first date with an online match chad Chad. i just love that his name is chad yep Remember Awful Chad from like the book talk yes. like videos? Like yes. was that a, a nod to that? Is. <laughs> Horrible person. He attempts to end the date with a kiss, maybe more. He gets politely rejected, which Chad does not take well. And it turns into him insulting and degrading Noah. Way to be romantic and get that second date there, bud. Awful. Chad. This horrible first date does set us up for like a dating app swiping and like the messages that you get off of them kind of montage. Very much dating in the modern age. Yes, and very accurate representation of the messages and unsolicited dick pics. It, the horrors of online dating as a single female, it's it's real. It's real. And this movie really does portray that in a very accurate way. Mm-hmm. Noah goes grocery shopping and meets a handsome and adorably awkward man in the produce section, Steve. Steve. They wind up exchanging numbers and they wind up going on a first date. And Noah happens to know the bartender where they're at. Paul. Paul. After two dates, Noah agrees to go on an out-of-town surprise date with Steve, much to the dismay of her best friend and bad bitch Molly. Molly is definitely the friend that you want to have in your corner. She is a ride or die. She takes no prisoners when it comes to her friends. This is like the epitome of a good friend, someone that you would want. Molly was great. She was. Noah and Steve wind up making a pit stop at his house due to weather issues. And this is where things start to shift a little bit. A lot of it. Once they reach his house. Yeah. 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 As they start getting comfortable in Steve's home, cozy on the couches and such, Steve makes Noah an old-fashioned. Oh my gosh, the correlations. Oh my goodness. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> and Steve winds up uh drugging Noah's drink. How they filmed this scene was really great. It was really cool. To imply that drugging. Yeah. Like, 
throughout this movie, the filmmaking. Yeah, the actual cinematography and like the different shots they use are very interesting, visually appealing, sometimes visually jarring. Yes. It fits with the movie and Mm -hmm. really gives you these levels of uncomfiness. During this drugging scene is where the movie starts to change. And this is about 33 minutes in. And we finally get our opening credits and like title of the movie Flash. Which I wasn't paying attention to at the beginning of the movie. I really thought we had already seen the um, intro Mm -hmm. in the, the title Flash. And when this did, we both were kind of like, what the, the fuck? fuck? Because yeah. we were like, oh my god, this is the prologue. Yeah. This is the prologue of the, of the movie. This was, was like totally a prologue. From here, we realize... Steve likes to eat people. <laughs> and sell them. Sell their meat. Oh, uh, that saying? Trigger warning that? Uh, trigger warning here, maybe? A um, bit. Does cannibalism bother you? It should, from an ethical standpoint. <laughs> a lot of standpoints it should bother you. But Noah is his next supply source. And she quickly finds out that he has two other girls being kept there, Penny and Melissa. Melissa has been more consumed than Penny has. Melissa's kind of lost her mind. Valid, though. Because Steve also doesn't just kill them and harvest their body parts. He He slowly harvests them because he is a plastic surgeon. At least that's what he said. I'm not 100%. I could see it. I feel like he has some sort of medical degree because he has the scrubs and the know-how and the I, access to the anesthesias and such. I could see him actually being like trained professionally to be a surgeon because of his uh, unique tastes in things. But I could also see it where he just uses that as a pickup line because what girls are going to feel like threatened by a doctor? Like, oh, you're a doctor. You have like a good job. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Going forward, though, if I yeah. ever meet a plastic surgeon, I'm going to have all sorts of questions Safe. and red flags. Yes. Yeah, this this movie definitely gave me a lot of red flags for future potentially dating situations. Mm-hmm. Noah tries to fight Steve off. So as punishment, Steve literally takes her ass. He gives her a, a reverse butt lift, y'all. A, a what? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a butt removal the fuck the harvesting has begun so yeah if you're still following us (laughs) it only gets worse hold on to your butts hold on to your butts people (laughs) holy shit okay uh noah does begin to make friends with her fellow captive penny and starts to realize she needs to play along with the dating game with steve kind of playing into this connection that they did start to form before she realized she's human flesh bag. Yes, because she realizes that she was the only one that like slept with him. Mm-hmm. They hooked up prior to him kidnapping her essentially. And so when she relays this information to Penny, Penny's like, you slept with him? She kind of picks up on the fact that maybe Steve is intrigued by her a little bit more than the other girls. So she ends up using that to her advantage. Yeah, to hopefully stay alive and potentially escape. Our bestie, Molly, 
She's become very suspicious of Noah's absence. And she's kind of felt weird about the Steve guy from the get-go. For instance, I think Noah was like, well, he doesn't have social media. She's like, red Red flag. flag. (laughs) Like, she's that girl. So she was, yes, like Alex said, she was already sussed out by Steve for multiple reasons. Now Noah's kind of gone MIA. And the text messages she's receiving are not really sounding like Noah. She's catching on that something's amiss. Something's wrong. Yeah, because something really cute that Molly and Noah do whenever they kind of hang up with talking to each other or even in person. It's like, I love you. I love you more. So Molly sends Noah an I love you. She doesn't get the I love you more response. And that's kind of really what triggers the okay something, something is, up. is wrong yeah so with the help of the bartender paul and whole other family holy shit this guy is literally married with two kids in a like suburb mm-hmm. like really nice neighborhood picket fence smolly goes to the house and sends paul her location because she's already thinking something's up so she's she's like if i go missing Here's my location. Yeah. Smart. Very smart. Very smart. Molly's amazing. Again, she winds up talking with the wife, and her concerns about her missing friend are getting squashed and dismissed. Kind of, yeah, kind of brushed off of rug. Mm-hmm. No, my husband, no. No, Still. can't be him. And he's also, his name's not Steve. So his middle name is Steve. I thought it was Brennan. Brennan is his first name. It's like Brennan Steve Oh, something. Okay, okay. I thought that he just making up, like, was going by a whole different name. No, it was his middle oh, so name. I think he goes by his middle name in general. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which is pretty common. That makes, that makes more sense now. I was just thinking that that was his, like, pickup name. Like, that's the name that he gave girls. I missed the middle name. And, okay. Yep. Okay, so it's not a fa- it's not a made-up name. Doesn't make it much better. Misleading. Very okay. misleading, though. Yes. As uh, Molly is about to leave, Steve shows up. He comes home from his day at the cannibal farmhouse. Hi, I, honey. I'm home. I'm home. Eat any good people today? <laughs> and so Steve comes home and Molly kind of starts to interrogate him a little bit. And she does, she pulls a really, really smart and sly move. She winds up calling Noah's phone and Steve has it. And it's all loud. Yeah. So right away, it's like, what? you're saying you don't know her. Why do you have her phone? So at this point, things are kind of being found out. And um, Steve's wife, Anne, winds up knocking Molly out. And Steve is like, wrong move. And then. And good Steve, job, honey. Yep. And. Way to be a team player. Knocks her across the head. So now we know that. The, the wife, wife is in on it. Is involved, is at least understands and knows about Steve's appetites. <sighs> I know, I hate that. <clears throat> and Molly winds up getting taken to the second home, which is the human farm. The human farm. The human meat farm. <sighs> yeah, not great. We get a weird date night with Noah and Steve. He picks out a dress for her to wear. Which was hideous and did not look like it was just it was so it was bad but noah's playing along with it because she's trying to win steve's trust over and his heart over a little bit more 
she makes her try the human meat delicacy. Ugh. And also, like, Steve is mm. a surprisingly good, like, cook. And so, like, he prepares these, like, gourmet-looking dishes. Except for the meatball is... Human Is meat. Melissa. Yeah. And, like, this scene is just... So it was so terrifying. It was so uncomfortable to watch. They're literally, they're literally talking about the person it came from, and they're like laughing. And obviously, Noah is playing into Steve's messed up kind of perspective of this whole thing. But yeah, like, it is so terrifying. But in the moment, it's kind of believable. Like, is this? Like, does she actually kind of have this affinity? Are they going to become partners in crime? Because we also learn. That wife, Steve's wife, was one of his victims. Yeah, there was a shower scene where you realize her leg, her calf, her, her like her leg from the knee down is gone. Is gone. So not only does Steve have a wife, but she was also one of his victims. He's eaten her in many ways. E- Oh my god! Stop it, Alex. I hate you. I hate Stop. myself right now. Oh my god! Oh, I need therapy. That's what done. That's what pushed me. It wasn't the movie. It's me trying to deal with this through humor. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, let's go. I need a drink. Oh, God. Thank God we actually have a strong drink for this one. I need a sweet rump for this. <laughs> kind of hating the name choice, but also loving the name choice, sweet right. rump. Mm. So Steve winds up showing her more about his operation, and Noah winds up realizing that Steve has Molly. She winds up seeing her phone. Because he has this weird painting thing that winds up being like a false safe door kind of thing and when he lifts it up there's like pictures of all of the women he's ever had and like personal belongings to them and there's one cubby that has everybody's phones yes and also so part of steve's operation is that it's almost like a subscription service yes it's almost like hello fresh where he boxes up hello meat. human hello human where he he boxes it up and sends them to his customers but he also, it's not just the meat, it's customizable. There's pictures of the girls that they're con- going to consume. There's Articles of their clothing. Clo- yeah, personal clothing. Like, facts and tidbits about, it's very disturbing. So think of, like, when people buy, like, used panties and stuff. You're getting that plus but their flesh. Meat. At least with panties, like, okay. After Noah sees Molly's phone, it seems like she really starts to plot her escape and a rescue. This is kind of how she does it, is kind of like seducing Steve. It's time to seduce him. She takes him back to his bedroom, and she bites his dick off. Bro, I was not expecting this, because as I was watching, I was like, there's no way that she's going to have sex with him now that she knows that he's a cannibal and stole her so that he could sell her meat. But I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting Steve that. Steve to start screaming her Noah to be like covered in blood in her face and mm-hmm. being like, Oh my God, she just took a chunk, a bite out of Steve's 
dick. Rightfully so. I mean. He took her butt. She can take his dick. I mean, girl power. (laughs) Get it. I don't know if I would be able to do that. I guess in this situation, I probably would. You right? Your fight or fight or flight instincts. You're probably more capable of things than you bite or be bitten. Bite or be bitten. (laughs) Bite or be eaten. (laughs) You will. I'll bite. I can't with all the cannibal jokes we're making. I mean, I can because I'm kind of leading them, but oh this God. is this is how I have to deal with the situation. Yeah. She's missing her sanity. She, yeah, yeah, she's seen better days. And this scene frustrated the shit out of me because Steve would not go down. They literally no. took a meat pounder. What are they called? A meat mallet. A meat mallet. And Molly literally hit him across the face like three times. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker just gets up like it's no big, I'm like, how are you not passed out for at least 10 Yeah, and doesn't he get stabbed in the thigh? Yes. He um, takes a fucking beating, bro. Well, then Molly also, like, freaking punts his head from, like, the island. Oh, yeah. And he hits. I definitely thought he was done there. His head, it looked like he might have, like, broke yeah. his neck or something. And, like, his head hits, like, a, almost like a half-wall ledge Yo. sort of thing. Freaking... He wouldn't die. He would not die. Now, he he does get quite beaten and bloodied and, like, you know, he's got one eye completely swollen well, he shut. he definitely looks rough. He's looking rough. Um, they wind up being able to escape the house and they run out into the woods. But again, Steve is still alive, so he starts going after them. And he has a gun now. Yep. And he's yelling and he's pissed. He's just shooting. He can't really see. And at this point, Paul... The bartender. The bartender. Reference back to Paul. He goes looking for Molly. Right, because he's suspicious now because Molly, he has her location, and he's noticing some weird things about her location. Mm -hmm. She's MIA. So he's now a little suspicious. So he goes to check on her, and when he pulls up is when he's hearing the gunshots from Steve in this movie. I'm a little upset because he can't rescue the ladies, but... They have their moment. And also, um, during this whole date, escape, murder, plot. Whatever it is. Craziness. um, Anne, who's Steve's wife, she figures out something's up with him and Noah. She's starting to get suspicious because Mm -hmm. Steve normally doesn't cheat. No. He doesn't sleep with his victims. So, Anne is starting to get a little suspicious as well. Yep. So she is suspicious of this possible romance connection between them two. So she also heads towards the house. The girls do wind up killing Steve in the woods. Yes. After a freaking battle, man. Yeah. But the wifey Anne, um, who was also a victim to the cannibalism, she goes after the girls. So she shows up at the house and she finds She sees Steve. blood. Yes. Um... She finds Steve's body in the woods, so she knows that some of the girls have gotten away, so she's going after them. Noah, okay, Noah, oh, she decides that she wants to go back for the phone that she dropped in the woods. Yeah, during the scuffle with Steve, she drops her phone. So she goes back, and what happens? She she gets confronted by Anne. Anne starts trying to choke Noah out. Thankfully, Molly's like, um... Noah should be back by now for, to get her phone. So she, like, grabs a shovel 
and goes out searching for ghosts to seize this scuffle with Anne and Noah and takes the shovel and just whack, whack. Whack. And this, oh my God, Molly then just starts smashing Anne's head in. I mean, it was very graphic and not my cup of tea, so I definitely did not watch. That. I did. I I did. I could under I could, I understood what was going on. I didn't need to watch that. I don't like the sound. The sounds were enough. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. So Molly and Noah wind up killing her. The girls can finally escape, and then the movie ends with a "you up" text from Chad. Oh my god! Full circle. I've never been more triggered. With something in my life than that. You up. Out of everything in this movie that we covered, cannibalism, death, murder, I just, the fuck boy who texts at 2 a.m. You You up. After a failed date, probably days, maybe a week, if not more. Oh my God. Triggering. Triggering. But kind of a perfect ending. I mean, full circle. (laughs) Wrap in a nice little bow. So... There's kind of the generalized kind of plot breakdown. Yeah, so that was fresh. If you're interested, if you haven't watched it. If you haven't and you've listened this far, you don't need to. Unless this has piqued your interest, then proceed with caution. One thing that I noticed while I was watching this, especially towards the beginning Mm -hmm. of the movie, when Steve is still, when we're kind of still in that rom-com setting, where Steve is still... Normal, not a cannibal. Um, we both were like, "Why is he giving us Ted Bundy vibes?" Oh yeah, there was that. There was this one point where he has like a turtleneck on. It's when they're at his house and he's make he's made the drink right before he drugs Noah. Yeah, right before the drugs start taking effect, and he's talking to her, and the way he is styled, I just looked at Ashton and I was like, "Why does he look like Ted Bundy?" Real, so we're thinking that that was definitely the inspiration of the like charismatic lure mm-hmm. that person who is looks and appears very normal but is not. If that was thing. intentional, great nod. Yes. And if it wasn't intentional, great nod because you still nailed it on the head without even trying, right? <laughs> so, Alex, I think we need to start kind of going into our loves and hates, yes. Okay, so one thing that I really liked about this movie was I was a fan of the acting and the casting choices. Yes. Overall, I thought the acting was very, like, it was very good. It wasn't, like, bad acting. It was, I thought, a really just nice piece of of acting. Mm -hmm. And also the casting. I really enjoyed who they cast for these roles, specifically Yo Man's. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Alex has a hard on for Sebastian Stan all the time. <laughs> she, he is her cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Can't say I blame her. I'm concerned at how here for it I was, and how certain points of the movie I still found myself attracted to this man. That was one of my hates as well. In very inappropriate places in the movie and things he said. Um, yes, I I put that down as one of the hates where I was like, I hate that I'm still kind of like, yeah, but he's hot. I don't care that he's a cannibal, but it's like, no, Ashton, like, 
what are you thinking? You're stupid. Why are you being like Yeah, this? like there's this part where he bashes Noah's head against like this wooden railing decorative fixture piece in the house and he calls her a bad girl and the way he says it and then the bad girl. <laughs> oh, I mean yeah, it kind of like makes me want to drop my panties right then and there. But like <laughs> the way he says it and like the facial expression, I was like, "Why is why this, is this doing something? Why me? is this doing something for me? This shouldn't. This he was he literally just assaulted this woman, and also he's going to eat her. Why was that still? I mean, I really was. I really was like, Steve's hot until he was like beaten to death. And then I was like, okay, he ain't hot anymore. <laughs> All issues that we know we already have. So Yeah. <laughs> there was also um also the line after Noah's been drugged and she wakes up in her cell and her and Steve are having a conversation and he's explaining to her what's happening. She asks him, Are you going to rape me? And he responds with, No, I'm going to sell your meat. Yeah. We looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck? I think it was just that sentence. Like, I'm going to sell your meat. We first watched the trailer before the movie actually hit Hulu and there wasn't a whole lot out about it. And then we try to stay away from social media and getting more information. So we literally just saw the trailer. I knew Sebastian Stan was in it. I was like, let's watch this movie. And it seemed wild. It like, did. that's all that we could tell. It's just going to be a wild movie. We're like, I don't know where this is going. I'm intrigued. Let's find out more. Watching the trailer back a second time after seeing the movie, yes, you can pick up on some of the subtle hints of what the movie is going to yes. be about. Yeah. But yeah, I just, the sentence, I'm going to sell your meat, just hit me in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> I and then just, and then also the whole I'm taking your ass, not in a sexy way, in a literal sense, just. And then also like throughout the movie, you get like little like conversations between Penny and Noah where like Penny's like, I'm slowly being eaten. And it's just kind of like, it's almost comical how these like dialogues are written, but you're like, no, this girl's literally being eaten slowly. Mm -hmm. New fear unlocked. Yeah, I didn't know that I could fear meeting someone at the freaking go grocery store and then them chopping off chunks of me to sell to people to eat. My trust was already very low. Now it's people. non-existent. How am I supposed to function now? Because that's something that I literally wrote down. I said exactly why I don't like talking to strangers in public. Please stay away from me because I have no trust that you <laughs> are going to kidnap me and do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, that's when your Scorpio side definitely comes out. Yes. Eh, stay away. Yeah, get the fuck away. Another thing that I really did love about this movie overall were the twists and turns. We, yes. As we were watching this movie, Alex and I are both kind of more vocal when we're watching a movie where we're like kind of talking through it at points. And we were always kind of guessing. We're kind of like, oh, do you think that this is going to happen? Do you think that this is going to happen? It really took us on a ride because we didn't really guess a lot of the stuff that was no. thrown our way. Like, I totally didn't see the whole second family no. thing coming. I didn't see her being a past victim of his and, no. it, like, Stockholm Syndrome. 
I didn't see that. There were a lot of things that I didn't see coming. Yeah. I didn't even see the cannibalism thing. Like, I really thought I knew something was definitely up. I did start to pick up on that could be a possibility, but it was just more so, is he? I was still shocked when it got confirmed. Yeah. This is a good movie for a lot of twists, a lot of turns. Obviously, we've just ruined everything. If you haven't watched it, our bad. If you don't mind spoilers, though. It's still a good movie. Very good in, like, the plot, twists and turns, taking kind of on that, like, thriller horror type of ride also really good just kind of showing what it's like to date in the 21st century hopefully it doesn't end up with cannibalism for you (laughs) i hope not i hope not or anybody but you know when it was still more the romantic comedy vibes that end of the dating yeah piece and then of course you know the ending with the you up text after a failed date and also another thing I loved with the ending of the movie is when they start to roll when they start to play the song heads will roll it was just perfect chef's kiss chef's kiss I also really liked the indie vibe I liked that it was like an indie film I like mm-hmm. I really liked the wardrobe the like interior design it was very 70s yes I really loved the mid-century modern feel to all of the um the homes like Noah's apartment even Steve's home was very mid-century and I like that aesthetic yeah and then also kind of I I touched on it briefly but the camera angles I really do think that how they zoomed in on certain things how they like took it at different angles, really added to the storytelling. And it wasn't just like, why are they doing all these funky things? Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. It it added purpose. And I I enjoy things like that when they have a a meaning and a purpose. So I really appreciated the cinematography. I really enjoyed the cinematography of the entire movie in a whole, in, in a whole. It was a beautifully shot movie. Yeah. Just the, the subject matter was, the iffy part for me. <laughs> Triggers that I didn't know I had. No. Because one thing I will say is that I did not like the cannibal thing. I, it was a nice plot twist. But by the end of the movie, I kind of was like, okay, I'm kind of sick of seeing human meat being consumed. Yeah, especially it. when like the date scene, the way he's talking about being a cannibal and his relationship to human flesh that dialogue was very much describing marriage it's just a lot and i it was very strange and very unnerving but i want to be unnerved by this psychopath right and i think that that comes across and i think that that's something that sebastian stan did really well Mm -hmm. is that he was able to really be this cannibal killer yeah and he did it really well he did the acting was great. I loved all the characters. I loved Penny. I loved Molly. Molly. Molly was Molly. my favorite. I liked Paul. Yeah. Well, mm, I don't. I do and I don't. I I like Paul as a character. I don't know. What, he he brought what some, I feel like he brought some tension relief to the film. Like he wasn't a huge character. No. What was the point of Paul? Because Paul does all of this shit to help Molly find Steve to begin with. Mm -hmm. Then he comes and finds Molly and then fucking dips. I mean, I'm not saying that I wouldn't, 
because if I heard gunshots and shit, I'd be like, I'm out of here as well. But for a movie, I just felt like his plot, like his kind of journey in the movie really didn't add anything to the movie. He didn't rescue them. He didn't do anything. He showed up at the house and then was there for a second and didn't even get out of the car and left. Valid criticism. But it just was also funny and I felt it did kind of break up the huge tension that had been built up. Well, yes. That one line where he's like, I've seen this movie before. Like, I'm out of here. Yeah. That was a great comic relief. And he did have some really good, like, kind of Mm one-liners. But to get him all the way out to this, uh, this remote house in the woods or him just to get back in his Prius and turn around and go. I'm kind of like, he was smart. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm kind of like, I was expecting more from him and he kind of was just, but the women got to save themselves. Yes. And that's something that I love. Badass bitches, man. We take care of business because the girls, they stuck together and they took down two monsters. Gotta love some strong female characters. So what would you rate this movie out of 10? My overall ranking, I I gave it a 7 out of 10. I would recommend it. I probably personally wouldn't ever rewatch this movie unless I was with someone who was like, I really want to watch this. And I'd be like, okay. I am not a big, like, thriller horror fan myself. I don't like when things jump out at me. I don't like being scared. And this movie isn't scary. No, it's definitely more of a it's thriller. A, it's a suspense thriller. But like in the, that last scene where they're kind of fighting for their lives, there were points where I'm like, someone is going to jump out and they yeah. do. And I don't like those types of things. So like in general, this movie really just isn't my cup of tea, like genre. But overall, like I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was really well done. I thought the acting was really good. I thought the directing, the writing, even though the writing sometimes was very cringe because like I'm selling your meat. I'm going to sell your meat. That's very cringe. But overall I thought. But it should make you cringe. (laughs) But I I liked it. It wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a terrible movie. Yeah. How did you rank it? I would give this an eight out of 10. Okay. There were a few things that felt a little rushed plot wise. Very minor stuff, a few plot holes, but it wasn't that long of a movie either. But overall, I th- it was a captivating story. It made me feel a lot of feels. <laughs> it made me question my freaking sanity. Yeah. And why I was still attracted to Sebastian Stan um, is frightening for that <laughs> movie and that role that he was in. He did a great job. Um, maybe I need to go see a therapist now, though. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. I mean, I think that's fair. I think, I I mean, I would recommend this movie. I think that it is. Oh, I would totally recommend this movie. If you're into the thriller, suspense, twists, turns type of thing, indie films, definitely give it a watch if you haven't watched it. If you have watched it, let us know your takes. Yeah, let us know what you thought about it. I I feel like this could definitely be a very polarizing film, Um, especially since, you know, it does take such a harsh plot twist turn it really is like two different movies spliced into one yes but i liked that because i've never seen anything like that before and something that i really enjoyed with this movie is that hindsight of the whole movie and everything i can pick up some creepier things in that prologue rom-com-esque 30 minutes from steve 
that I'm like, oh my gosh. That we totally missed the first like, time watching X. it like, through. Yeah, just like little things that were put in there that kind of give you a hint, but you're not super going to read into it. And that's something that I really appreciate in both books, movies, TV shows. I love when there's just eggs, foreshadowing. I'm a fan of those minor details that writers and directors and producers and stuff throw in that yes if you're paying attention you'll catch on mm -hmm. but if not you're going to be surprised and i i can appreciate that and i think that this movie has that as well so unfortunately with this episode we're not going to be doing a casting call like we normally do with our books because this has already been casted and we enjoyed the cast and we wouldn't change it so we agree with the choices. Yeah, there we go. There's our casting. <laughs> um, but we did make a playlist for this movie. The playlist link will be in the show description. Uh, definitely go check it out because this is a strange and very um, bizarre playlist. Yeah, it's <laughs> song selections out there. There is definitely an eclectic amalgamation of song choices for this movie that we decided on. My first one is Tainted Love by Soft Cell. And I think this is a good song for um, the Steve and Noah dynamic. Yep. That's a good one. My next song is Murder Party by Not the Main Characters. And this song is for Noah, Molly, and Penny. Oh, yeah. Murder Party. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. They deserved a murder party for what they had to live through. And my last choice is the song Flesh by Simon Curtis because cannibalism. <laughs> Enough said. Okay, so I will like to say for my choices, um, Heads, Roll, Heads Will Roll by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Um, that was kind of like the movie's probably song of choice, which I am totally totally here for it. very it's fitting the remix version so it's very like high energy definitely here for it love that all around i really am happy with that choice that they made i guess my choices um kind of being basic kesha cannibal great one though. i mean enough said because cannibalism listen to, listen to the song and so my second song is boys lie by avril lavigne and machine gun kelly it's a new song um and this is definitely the noah steve dynamic where you know steve lied to noah and noah lies to steve throughout this movie so i thought that that was a very on brand song and then my last choice victorious by panic at the disco for molly penny and noah tonight we are victorious because they're badass bitches and they took down their tormentor they lived they, they survived. They survived. And honestly, I wasn't expecting all of them to live. And I'm very happy that they did. Same. So victorious. Great choices. All of those are found on the playlist along with like 50 other songs. Yeah, this was a very different playlist for us to make. Yeah, this one was actually kind of hard. Um, because this, the subject matter is a little bit more... Uh, I had fun with it though. I did too. So please follow us on instagram at emotions and potions pod follow subscribe listen to us every thursday we release episodes at 10 a.m eastern standard time eastern standard time on apple we got spotify google google leave us a rating yes on the podcast um let yeah leave us a rating comment let us know what you think of fresh if you've seen it 
If you haven't, would it be a movie that you still are interested in watching? <laughs> and lastly, would you give this a love or a hate letter? I'm going to go love because it was a very entertaining movie. It would be something that I would recommend. I didn't love the the subject matter. The subject matter. And I wasn't a huge fan of like the thriller horror, but overall it definitely kept me intrigued. Yeah. I, there wasn't a time where I was getting up to go get popcorn or the ba- like use the bathroom. I was invested. So I'd say love. What about you? This was definitely a love letter. I think it was a love letter just because of Sebastian Stan. I think it could have been a trash movie and you still would have been like, love, love. He can do no, no wrong. No, he can do wrong. He can. He can. He can do wrong, but this was a love letter. Okay. And why? Why did you love it? I, I was very entertained by the movie. I've never seen anything like this. I do like thriller movies. I'm not into horror. Um, I don't think this really crossed deep into horror. And the gore that was in it, I think, wasn't overdone. So that but is our breakdown, our love letter to Fresh. It was a fresh love. It was a fresh take. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fresh take. <laughs> This movie has wrecked us. Yeah. Low key, though. <laughs> this movie did wreck us, which, again, is why it's a love letter. I think it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Emotions and Potions. A love slash hate letter, too. I'm Ashton. I'm Alex. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.